Today, I'm going to share with you about four different mindset shifts to help you to become financially savvy. So if you're someone who has wondered whether you have been making the right financial decisions, if you're wondering whether you're on the right track towards your financial goals, whether you have been, how you have been managing your finances so far, today you're in the right place because today I will be sharing with you four mindset shifts regardless of any situation that we are looking at, regardless of any problem, issue, financially that you may have, these four mindset shifts will help you to look at things from a different perspective altogether. Welcome to Escape Your Expenses, where we help women gain independence with one-on-one coaching to become financially free. I'm your host, Rachel Koo, a financial coach and founder of Expense Concierge Solution. If you are ready to become financially free, then let's get started. So the very first one, the very first mindset shift that I want to share is knowing that managing money, it can be simple. And to elaborate a little bit more, that's the short version. The long version is managing money can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. I'm going to give you a moment to allow that to sink in. So a lot of people, they have this concept of what money is. And money is a huge topic. There's so many articles, blog posts, gurus, financial gurus out there talking about money. And this is a topic that garners almost everyone's interest at every point in time. So you can look at money as this never-ending well of dark abyss where you may, you know, you, you, you have to step into and you have to get sucked into this dark, difficult well of information or knowledge or things that you have to do to get to your goals. Or you can look at it as a simple elementary point of view, but yet it still gets you towards your goal. So I'm going to explore two different, the two different ends here and elaborate a little bit more. So on the simple side of things, you know, essentially what is money? Money is firstly a medium of exchange. And secondly, money is a matter of inflow and outflow, which comes back to cash flow. Yeah, money is about cash flow. It's all about money coming in and money going up. Money coming in would mean your income, returns from investments, anything else. Money going up would be your expenses and money that you're paying with regards to in investing in other things or money that you're paying out as expenses and stuff. So that's money that, you know, money is com- that's coming out, money that's going up. So that's the simple side of things. So when you look at it in that format, you just need to manage your money coming in and your money going out and that's it. Without getting into the intricacies of all the complicated investment instruments or what else is coming up for you. So on the other end, the complicated end, it can go into a never-ending swarm of information like cryptocurrency. I recently got to know this um, acronym, NFT, non-fungible token. Oh my goodness, it's getting more complicated by the day. 
um, get to know all, all these different things about how the economy works, how money makes the world go round, how trading improves in the, the economy, how money can be appreciated, how money is just printed. And, you know, some countries, they can just print dollar bills without any consequences or stuff. So that's the complicated end of it. So you, the mindset shift here for you, and this is only the very first one, is for you to recognize and acknowledge which level that do you want to dip into. You can, of course, go into the deep end by studying economics, by studying uh, what money is all about. Or you can dip into the lighter end where you just understand what it is in re relation to your situation and you just gather the amount of information that you need to know to help you to achieve your goals. Yeah, so knowing and understanding that managing money can be as simple or as complicated as you make it out to be is the first step towards clarity on what you need to do to work towards your financial goals as well. Yeah, cool. So that's the first shift. Second shift is to recognize that there is no one right way of managing money. And the opposite of that is true too. There is no one wrong way of managing money. Does that make sense? Every um, action, behaviors leads to a result and a consequence. For people who have been saving, you know, putting aside money all their lives, um, you know, the consequence would be the result, the outcome of that would be they have a sum of money at the end of the day. So it could be a good thing. Some people will say that it's a good thing. Some people will say that it's a bad thing. Some people will say that, oh, they have money set aside for security, for protection, and that's good. Some people will say that, oh, they, are, they have too much cash on hand, they're not investing it. You know, in every situation that you are in, there will always be people who say that it's good and people who say that it's bad. But those are other people's opinions. So know that specific to yourself, there is, for every one of us, there is no one right way. How I choose to spend my money now, it will have a result. It will have an outcome. It will have a consequence down, further down the road. And that is the thing that we need to be mindful of. Earlier, I gave an example with regards to saving money. So I'm going to give you another example with regards to spending money. For somebody who has spent all their money, for example, traveling the world, gaining, possibly taking one year off work or studies, you know, to, to travel the world to gain experience. Some people would say that, wow, that's a waste of money. You, you know, you don't, you are not advancing as, as, fast as your peers you are not gaining you don't have a head start with your peers you know by spending that one year other people will say that wow that's one year gain money well spent on gaining experiences during traveling versus spending that money on investments so that one year gap could could make a big difference in the the area of compounding whether you invest your money earlier or later and stuff so know that whichever action behaviors, financial decisions that you make, there is always a, an outcome. There is always a consequence. There will always be people who say whether you're doing the right thing or you're doing the wrong thing. There will always be people with opinions. So what's the moral of the story here? Moral of the story here is know that there is no one right way and there's no one wrong way. So do what is right for you. Be clear on what is your financial objective 
What is your financial goal? Where do you want to get to? And execute according to your own goals and desires that will help you to get there. At the end of the day, newsflash, it is your life. No one has control over your life except yourself. So perhaps a good, that's another good way to look at it as well, that whatever decisions you make, empower it, move on. If you need, need to make adjustments later, subsequently, do it. You know, our financial goals will change over time as well. So it's important to allow us the space and the opportunity to make adjustments on as and when it's needed. Yeah? Cool. So that's the second mindset shift. The, sec the third one, I want to share a little bit with regards to investment. The third mindset shift to help you is to expand your concept of investment. Let me ask you, what is investment to you? When you talk about investment, a lot of clients that I've worked with, they talk about investing their money. And they are, a lot of them, because they are, at, they are at a loss. And it's interesting though, you know, a lot of people talk about COVID with past year being a difficult year. It's actually a interesting year for many people because a lot of my clients I'm working with actually have more money than before <laughs> because of the inability to travel, you know, they can't, they can't do much anyway. So yeah, they have more money now than previously and they are so proud of themselves. And I say, well done to them. Yeah. So what is, what is, and with all that money, what do they do with it? A lot of people look at investments as, okay, I have to invest in stocks. I have to invest in what the, what everybody is talking about, cryptocurrency, you know, mutual funds, index funds, you know, whatever is out there. And there, there is that, and this is that narrow gap of looking at things. How about, if I can invite you to look at investment from a totally different perspective, look at it from the perspective of um, something, an instrument where you put in money and you gain a return on your investment. Essentially, investment is putting, putting something in. It could be your time, energy, effort, money, and gaining a return from that. If you think about it, that's actually what you're looking for. When you put money into something, you're looking for a return that you will gain, which is in excess of what you have put in. That's actually what you're looking for. And with this understanding, expand, expand your scope of what investment is. It can be investment covers anything and everything. You know, I, I once have this boss that I previously worked for. There was one day he shared this with me that he, you know, had a very good return on one of the investments that he did a few years back. And so I was very curious, you know, because you know, I'm always interested with regards to financial stuff. So, and he had very good return for, for that period of time. So I asked him, so, so what was it? He said, oh, so he shared, he put his money with his father-in-law back in his own country and Father-in-law did something with it and lend to people around him. I think it's some sort of micro-lending, legitimate stuff. And from there, he gained that return. So his investment, if you look at it, is not in the micro-lending side of things that his father-in-law is doing. His investment is in his father-in-law. So he actually put the money with his father-in-law that generates a return. So I hope that helps to open up your mind to assess opportunities around you. And I am talking about legitimate, legal, 
morally correct investments. Yeah, I'm not talking about scams where they guarantee you returns 100% overnight or over a few months. What sounds too good to be true generally is too good to be true. Yeah, so be careful of all those unrealistic returns. But re within a realistic time frame, within a realistic frame as well of returns, um, open up your mind to, to some of the things that you can actually invest in. And some of the things that's off the top of my head could be a business, your own business, invest in yourself, your education, your knowledge, your experience, invest when you put money into, it could be into properties, it could be into REITs, it could be into stock markets, it could be into, of course, financial instruments. I'm not discounting them. I'm not discounting financial instruments. What I'm, what I'm attempting to share here is to expand your scope. Investments is more than financial instruments, that's all. You know, of course, a financial instrument is a part of it. I invest in them as well, but they are not the only source of investments that you look at. So just to be mindful of that. Yeah. So that's the third, third mindset I want to share. The fourth one is something that's very close to my heart and, and also is, is a part of what I do as well with my clients. I help my clients, I support my clients in this area to help them to realize and to implement this which is to be kind to themselves, to not beat themselves up over every small failure, investment failure or financial decision or financial um, failure that, de that they deem to be failure. For example, some of my clients, they um, strive to control their spending and they fail to do it and they deem themselves as a, as, a, as a failure because of that. They strive for a savings goal and they fail to do it. They spend through emotions, you know, and, and they beat themselves up for it. So with that, what I want to say is, you know, be kind to yourself. Be clear on why you're doing the things that you're doing and who do you want to take care of in the process. So when we talk about finances, it can get a little bit tricky because it's all dollars and cents. And a lot of people, they, they somehow, when they look at financial side of things, they leave the emotions out of it. But I like to put it back. I like to put the emotion side back into it when we look at the financial side of things. Not when we're implementing, you know, executing the, the not when we're executing the financial plans, but when we're exploring the intention, the purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. So when I say be kind to yourself, it is about knowing that you need to take care of yourself first financially before you can take care of the people around you as well. Yeah, does that make sense? A lot of us, we have people that we love in our life, our family members, our partners, our kids, our grandparents, our extended family, our friends. You know, we would love to be able to support them financially. We would love to be able to be there for them in every way that we can. Yes, that's right. But however, the, the very, very basic fundamental, fundamental foundational rule is such that you first have to be able to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Yeah, you first have to be able to have enough financial standing or financial basic requirement to help yourself to, to sustain your own living before you can help the people around you. So the key message here is you first. Take care of yourself first. 
before you can take care of the people around you. And with that, be kind to yourself. Yeah, be kind. We all make mistakes and mistakes are there as a feedback mechanism for you to learn from it and move on from there as well. Yeah, be kind to yourself. So that's that. The four mindset shifts to help you to become financially savvy. And I hope through this video, finances is no longer just dollars and cents to you. There is a, an emotional aspect to it that is a bigger purpose for your financial goals. There is a bigger purpose for you wanting to achieve what you want to achieve as well. So I'm going to recap the four, four mindset shifts. First is that managing money can be as simple or as difficult as you want it to be. Yeah. Second one is to know that there's no one right way to manage money. Similarly, there's no one wrong way to do it as well. It is a process as much as life is a process. It's a journey of experimenting, of um, exploration. Yeah. The third one is to expand your concept of investment. We have, have the awareness, be alert to what an investment is and, and grab opportunities along the way. Fourth is be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself first before you can take care of people around you. So thank you for watching to the end for today's episode. And feel free to reach out to me if you have any feedback, comments, or even if you're encountering or in any specific financial situation that you're in a dilemma in, feel free to reach out to me, share them with me. It's private and confidential, you know, so that it may become a topic for my next episode. And I'll share with you what I think about it and what are some of the options that you can look through as well. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are ready, to become financially independent, please visit expenseconciergesolution.com to book a 15-minute call to learn about our coaching services. Or you can download our free guide, The 5 Critical Steps to Financial Agility. Break free from your worries, achieve security and become financially free.